Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course, my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years Years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I like to say that hair is a woman's best accessory. And thanks to my friends at Way, they make it possible to have good hair days every day. Let me tell you, Way's hair oil has become a game changer in my hair care routine. So if you're ready to have good hair days every single day, you got to check out Way. Head over to the Way, T H E O U A I dot com to check out their products. And here's a little treat for you guys use the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off your purchase. Yep, the Way, T H E O U A I dot com, promo code Heel Squad for 15% off. Hey everyone, it's Kelsey and Jeff, and we are here to tell you a bit about our partner Anchor. We know that you're a fan of this podcast and maybe you thought, hey, I want to make a podcast too. Well, we have great news for you guys. We want to tell you all about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast for a few reasons, but to start out, it's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Plus, you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do it, you guys, and enjoy the show. I'm on a journey to get better, and I want to do it with you. And I'm not just focusing on physical health. I'm focusing on everything, emotional wellness, spirituality, finances, relationships, and so much more. Every week, it will be my personal goal to bring us, the world's leading healers, experts, and game changers, to share groundbreaking secrets and tips to getting better in all areas of life. Getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when we can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menu. Hello, hello, everybody. Happy Monday, April 27th. Another month bites the dust almost. And soon it will be May and we will still be at home. (laughs) Our quote of the day, our bodies are our gardens to which our wills are gardeners. That is by Mr. William Shakespeare. And I don't know if uh, Jeff has a headset to explain his quote, but um, perhaps we will give him one. Explain your quote. So that comes from Othello. I don't know if you ever got to read that play, but I was an English major in Uh uh, college, Maria. And I think it's the idea that, like, we can destine our own wills by gardening our bodies with what we need, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. I thought it kind of aligned with a lot of what Bobby preaches, and we're going to have her on the show today. Mm -hmm. Incredible stuff. I feel like I've learned so much from her. 
Yeah, I um I know we're losing Steven because Steven is needed. Kevin and Steven are like Gumby. Everybody needs them at all times and they're pulled in every direction at every time. So we have a really cool article that is going out for AfterBuzz TV today. And so Steven is trying to get all of that stuff up and running. Meanwhile, He's like, shit, I'm supposed to do your show. But then Jeff's like, I can do your show. And so I slid in. I, I will say there's a starting the show is like the tech genius that I'm still learning. But uh, Steven, he really is a jack of all trades. I got to give him credit for that. I know. I know. So Kevin didn't sleep all night editing this article. And then um, and just like a little spoiler alert, it's it was uh, I think on Friday or Saturday morning. Uh, Forbes announced that Kanye West is officially a billionaire, but they've been snubbing him from the lists repeatedly. And, uh, and it was just kind of like, why would you honor somebody in such a negative way? Because if you read the piece, it's a really snide, like begrudgingly, you know, giving him the honor kind of story. And, it doesn't make sense that uh, a magazine that's founded on celebrating success stories would would do it like that. Um, and so uh, After Buzz, which of course has become uh, an artist-friendly entertainment news platform where we cover everything, all TV, all of pop culture, um, is uh, is going to be putting out a really nice op-ed by Jason Squamata. And um, and so they're hustling on that right now. I think that's great. Um, After Buzz, I'm so proud. I produced there as well, just so our listeners know. And one thing I'm really proud about, and it's something that Kevin pushed, is the idea that we, we push positive news. You know, we're the outlet and the angle that really tries to find <clears throat> the often underrepresented positive spin that the news so often ignores. Mm-hmm. And... I think a lot of times in general, the media is most reticent to celebrate entertainment billionaires. I think they love celebrating business billionaires or philanthropist billionaires, which I understand. But I think people are reticent to honor, quote, famous people who are rich, Mm -hmm. um, which isn't necessarily fair. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, I read Kylie Jenner's self-made billionaire article, and that was really well done and really nice. And kind um it's uh it's just it's just not right like when you think about the fact that five years ago he was tweeting out at mark zuckerberg and and asking for him to invest in his ideas and he was 53 million dollars in debt right unbelievable and now he's well over a billionaire his reports say he's well over three billion and Bank of America actually put just his sneaker brand at well over $3 billion in value. Wow. Um, and here's what I, I really think, because obviously in these times, it's very difficult for a lot of people to kind of wrap their heads around the idea that, you know, why are we even caring about somebody making a billionaire list, right, when everyone's suffering? However, I would beg to differ. I would say that when we are in such a deep financial crisis, health and financial, right? When we've got over 26 million people unemployed, isn't it nice to have and hold some inspiration 
that you can be $53 million in debt and turn it around. Absolutely. It's a huge deal. And even just to know that this economy, as scared as we are for the future, it can still support entrepreneurial spirits. Mm -hmm. It can still support capitalism um, because, I mean, who knows what the economy is going to look like in a couple months, but these stories are going to be valuable for us to have optimism and hope. Totally. In the next couple months. That's what I think. Yeah. And... Um, and you know, a lot of brilliant ideas will be born from the ashes of this mess, I believe. Um, totally. We can cover it later this week, but you sent me a really interesting article from billionaire. I want to make sure I get his name right. Um, I'll look it up after I cut off the mic, but he was saying that this time period within like three to four years, we will have a revolution in digital tech because mm-hmm. of what's being asked right now. And Oh yeah, that was Ray Dalio. Thank you, Ray yeah. Dalio. Uh, interview with LinkedIn actually, which was really interesting. And um, historically, after big recessions and periods of downturn, we have these kind of creative revolutions in thought. And um, you know, one thing I love about this show, Maria, is we're always looking on the bright side and mm-hmm. it is going to be inspiring what we see after this. I agree. I agree. Um, not on the bright side, Tyson Foods... Uh, took out like a full page ad saying that the food supply chain is breaking and that um, millions of pounds of meat will disappear from the supply chain as the coronavirus pandemic pushes food processing plants to close, leading to shortages in the grocery stores across the country. U.S. farmers don't have anywhere to sell their livestock. Um, John Tyson, the chairman, said, And when you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, For a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus, having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully, our jobs and everything in between. But it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. Um, millions of animals, chickens, pigs, cattle will be depopulated because of the closure of our processing facilities. So they're they're going to humanely depopulate, apparently. But how horrendous does that sound in every way for the animals? Um, I mean, it was, I mean, it's like such a waste. And then also the thought that our food supply chain will be so gravely affected is really scary, right? Like right now, we, we read something from a, a friend of a friend's who's manager, who's a manager at Ralph's, you know, a little note, what, a week ago or two on the show? Yeah. And he was saying how people are just being so mean in the grocery stores and upset when things aren't there. And they're like, we aren't the ones making the products. We're just selling the products. If we don't have it, we don't have it. It's not our fault. We have no control over that. Imagine how difficult that atmosphere will be 
when there really isn't any meat to sell. It's a scary thought. I mean, like right now we're at a time when this pandemic, for some people, it's completely overturned their lives. But for a lot of Americans, it's provided a major inconvenience, but you're still able to get your essentials when you need them. You know, we're not in like panic depression mode yet, Mm -hmm. but to think about the idea of food going missing, that's when it gets a little scary to me. Yeah. I thought that was going to happen earlier because I remember thinking we need to kind of have a good stock of food in case the supermarkets close. Like I thought supermarkets might close. I didn't realize, you know, that would be an essential business. I didn't think it was going to all work out that way. Thankfully it did. Um, but I'm like, we need a couple, couple weeks supply of food. I'm like, I have so many people I have to feed in this house. Exactly how the meat industry is I don't know what that is, but that just kind of snuck in there. That's, um, <laughs> that is admittedly, uh, you know, first time running the booth. Uh, appreciate your patience. People. There you go. There you go. Um, I do want to ask you, uh, Jeff, did we award our winner from the Tony Robbins um, episode? I'm actually wanted to bring that up today. We're getting, we're still getting iTunes reviews rolling in. So okay. I want to extend the campaign through this week just because if people are just listening to the Tony Robbins episode now, I still want them to have their chance to get the reward. And it's such a cool giveaway that okay. I think until Thursday, we might as well keep the campaign open so okay. you can still put your review on iTunes. We've gotten some amazing reviews and um, we want to have as many people as possible get the opportunity for this um, giveaway. So there's a bit of information in your outro template, Maria, that we can give at the end. Okay, cool. So um, just for the sake of telling them now, Tony's giving away a free UPW Unleash the Power Within seminar and training with one of his coaches. So it's a twofer. You get to go to his seminar and you get a training session, right? Are we doing those separate? It's actually two separate winnings. So the okay. quote, so two first prize games. would be the UPW, but the second prize would be the um, unleash, or the uh, coaching. Great. Okay. So you have till this Thursday. You can write an iTunes review. Make sure you leave your Instagram handle there for eligibility. Um, or if you've already written a review, you can just email bettertogetherwithmaria at gmail.com. And you can get one of those amazing gifts. So cool. Um, we... Um, what did you guys do this weekend, Jeff? I'm curious. It was a you, beautiful day. It was a beautiful day. This is like, you might think of Laura and I as like farmers, like, but we are going to get a kiddie pool. <laughs> so okay. We've been so hot and, you know, we're close <laughs> to the valley. So we're like apologizing to our neighbors. We're like, we don't want to be those people, but we're definitely going to buy a kiddie pool and put it in our little back patio. So we're looking forward to that. And, um, you know, we've, <laughs> I can't imagine I know. grown ass humans in a kiddie pool. That's it's great. very Beverly Hillbillies, but, uh, you can't take the Midwest out of us, Maria. We I need bring a that picture of that. Oh, with, oh, we'll put it on the show. Well, without yeah. that, put it on the show. When is but, this going down? Well, believe it or not, kiddie pools are in high demand right now. No way. <laughs> so, I actually believe that you're right. Yeah. Um, so we found a couple on Facebook marketplace and thought about going to get them, but we were like, eh, sanitary hygiene. Do we really want to? like steal someone's kiddie pool so i think it comes steal someone's kiddie pool steal but like you know oh because they're used they're used exactly oh um so we decided to go on amazon and it's coming this week oh fantastic yeah so exciting we're gonna be doing that other than that i feel like it was some cleanup around the house um working on your sizzle some really exciting stuff behind the scenes for the show and some really good guests coming up i have some bookings that i'm excited to tell you about after the show so cool how about you uh, we, Kevin worked around the clock as he has been. Sometimes I get him to work next to me so that I can pretend like he's with me. <laughs> um, and, um, uh, I went to the pool and sat by the, sat by the pool for a little bit. It's nice. 
Um, made some blood orange margaritas, mm. <clears throat> which were delicious. Um, and um, I watched The Last Dance, which is the Michael Jordan documentary. Oh, I heard it's great. It's amazing. I need to watch it. Yeah, I'm really excited. We couldn't watch last night because we were too tired. But uh, we did watch 90 Day Fiance. 90 Day. You know what? Laura loves that show. I think I'm the only person who hasn't gotten sucked in yet. How does your wife watch and you don't? You know, I just feel like sometimes our work schedules don't exactly line up. Um, so there are times when she's able to watch stuff and I can't or she can and I can't. Oh but um, yeah. I, I don't uh, watch anything without Kevin. Yeah, I know. It's, it's like sometimes... nothing. He, he just has to be a body next to me most right. of the time. But I don't even know if I know how to turn on my TV properly. <laughs> I'm serious. You need some help. You, that's actually, I will help Laura turn it on and then sometimes just go pop back into work. But I love my fair share of reality TV, even like the guilty pleasure stuff. I know I would love 90 Day Fiance, but I've just <gasps> got to tune in. It's she loves so it. so good. Big Ed, is he the star this season? That's Big what I've heard. Ed. Oh my God, Big Ed is so brilliant. Maria, for our listeners who haven't seen 90 Day, can you pitch us like the 30 second skinny on why this is essential television? It is the greatest reality programming ever to hit television period end of story it is the greatest human experiment and it's just wildly entertaining it's great couples viewing and it just shows so much you know relationship complications and you know the the premise is, is you know um you fall in love with a foreigner right and the before the 90 days you go oh there's the other way where you go over to be with them and then there's before the 90 days then the 90 days is when you have to like you know plan your wedding there are like many franchises attached to 90 day fiance unbelievable but you know it's like does he want you for your you know for love or does he want a visa and want his green card and want to come to america and so families are getting in on it. And then there's like catfishing stuff. And it's probably like the complicated motivations where you're like, do they love each other or do they want an opportunity to come on the show? And there's mm-hmm. probably always that ulterior underbelly of like, what's really going on here? Yeah. And, and also like, you know, there's, there's age differences, there's cultural differences. I mean, Big Ed this year had to go to the Philippines to this, you know, very third world like area and you know he they don't even have a real roof over their head there's like some metal pieces kind of scaffolding you know and and there's water coming down leaks and he's sleeping on a on a concrete ground with like a little thin pad and you know there are bugs and there's no ac and and then his dad wants her dad wants to shower with him and it's just odd and they're showering with a little bucket right like there's no i mean this is like how my parents grew up right in the villages and so i and i remember when we went back to the village it was like there's no running water you have to use a bucket unbelievable and so it's it's fascinating to see the fish out of water situation when like spoiled americans who have it all go to these places and he was like i can't stay here another night i'll die wow (laughs) well the one clip i saw that i thought was unbelievable was maybe you can help me out with names here but it was um a southern woman Mm -hmm. and like a young guy i think from the dominican very catholic oh yeah 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 and she had some like new age buddhas around the house yep 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 oh my god i can't remember her name she has dark hair yeah 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 yeah. and And she she got angry at her and question whether or not maybe there were some female issues happening Mm -hmm. and she went off it was very incredible reality tv oh my god it's so brilliant 
It is the most brilliant franchise. We are obsessed. If you are not watching it, I promise you, you will love it. Darcy is my favorite, who, by the way, I met in Miami earlier this year at Super Bowl, and we need to get her on the show. Definitely. So after the show, remind me to give you her contact, and then... Big Ed is the new Darcy. Oh, like great. anytime it's like, I'll tell Kevin, I'm like, you have to look up now. You can't be con- on your computer. These are the important moments. And so, um, yeah, it's really, really funny. I just love Maria that of all people, you get starstruck by Darcy and Big Ed. I love that about you. I mean, my friend in Miami was like, you're gonna die at who's here. And I'm bringing her <laughs> over to you because I know you're a diehard. I love it. And I'm like, oh, it's Darcy. And I'm like freaking out. Maria interviews the Obama family one day, Darcy the next day. She's just as excited for both. Listen. That's what we love about you. It's it's all very, very important. Yes. Um, so yeah, it's it was uh it was a chill weekend. It was a very chill weekend, but very hot. So hot. Sorry getting that pool. I know, and you know, it was interesting to see um I don't know if Arizona lifted their restrictions. I'm pretty sure they didn't, but their beaches were literally you couldn't see sand there were so many humans okay same with ventura and like long beach have oh, you seen really? that no. yeah they opened up ventura and orange county they opened up the state the cities the beaches they did yes but like it was a little i don't know how i feel about it you know I'm but the one... ban hasn't been lifted like the i know the quarantine at home hasn't been lifted no but the beaches are open as long as you're social distancing really there's the photos are a little upsetting and i'm someone who actually feels like I understand and recognize that we need to open this economy. I feel like I'm someone who maybe even more so than my wife is like, we need to start thinking about opening up and moving toward that. But these pictures, I don't know. It made me nervous. And I feel like I'm less conservative than a lot of people. I can try to pull some up here on the computer. Yeah, I don't see anything. I just um, looked on Twitter, Long Beach. and I'm going to try Ventura County Beaches. Um, but I know in Arizona, here we go. it was crazy. I'm going to pull up this photo here, Maria. Okay. Let's look see at that. That was this weekend. Invent- oh, the LA times is not letting me see it. Okay. Well, I will say the quick cl- glimpse I saw yeah. is nothing compared to what Arizona looked like. Really? Oh my God. Nothing. That looks like real social distancing actually. <laughs> yeah. I think they're doing a good Comparatively. job. Comparatively. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe everybody believes that the heat thing is going to um, protect them. I don't know, but it's, it's, listen, we're going to have to go back to life. I don't think everybody can just stay cooped up. Right. I I mean, I just, I know that that's not possible. Um, All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. But, uh, you know... 
we're going to have to be really, really careful. We have to do it right because what we can't afford is this to happen again. I know. I'm nervous because my doctor just texted me and my mom's uh, MRI is on Wednesday. Wow. So we have to take her in. Is that at Cedars? Mm. Wow. And I'm like, we have to check because she's been really tired lately and I'm a little nervous, but um, I don't know. Maybe that's the heat. Who knows? But she, um, yeah, she's going to go in on Monday. You know, I mean on Wednesday. My dad had to get like a surprise but fairly routine eye surgery a couple weeks ago. During quarantine? Uh, during quarantine at the Cleveland Clinic, which, you know, is actually a mm-hmm. great clinic. We're from Cleveland. Um, but he said it's actually better to be in the wings that aren't COVID wings because they're being extra sanitary more yeah. than they normally would. But you don't actually have COVID patients there. Yeah. So there's the mentality of over sanitization and protectiveness without the actual cases in those wings of the hospital. Yeah. So if anything, and my brother-in-law, who's a healthcare guy, was saying it's actually a kind of good time to be doing non-essential medical things. Yeah. So. Well, Kevin will be going with her as he's the one who goes out and he will make sure she's safe. Um, And then my dad and I will be here so that. We continue to be quarantined. Yep. Locked up. <laughs> anyway, in the meantime, guys, we have um, a a really cool guest today. She's uh, a medical intuitive, and um, she uses her abilities to bring physical and emotional healing to people in need. She's worked with uh, celebrities like Montel Williams, who... Um, Another guest from our show, Tracy Ryan, who um, created Cannabis Kids. Her daughter has a brain tumor, and uh, they started working with Bobby. She had sent me some videos of her and Montel, and I was like, wow, she's really interesting. And they have been making really great progress with her daughter. Um, Her daughter couldn't, I think it was she couldn't um, see letters or read the letters and now she's able to see it, and Bobby will explain it a little bit better. Um, she's really um, helped a lot of people um, that I've been watching, and it's kind of cool because she can do remote healing, and I thought that that was really interesting, especially for someone like me who is very much a fan of this kind of work and, you know, in the quarantine situation, you can't really deploy anybody in moments of crisis um, in their health because of the health crisis. So, um, having somebody like Bobby that can do it via zoom is really interesting and really cool. So Bobby, for everyone who is listening, explain what you do. Okay. Uh, just so you know, I can't see your video. Oh, okay. Well, you can pretend my face is there. Okay. So while my practice is called etheric medicine and you know, so I work with the etheric body, the energy body in order to bring healing. That's one aspect. And I understand I'm gifted, you know, medical intuitive and psychic medium so that I can have the insight that I need in order to um, have all the information that I need from spirit um, to bring forward whatever it is that somebody needs. So I've had a lot of incredible um, experiences of healing with people. And um, now, you know, I'm, I, I like to say redefining faith, healing life and purpose, because in my work with people, um, I need just as I needed, right? I had to start with faith, what, you know, there's some history there, but 
people have to have faith in what it is that I do and understand uh, that we are all surrounded by spirit, our own guides and gods, non-denominational. And, um, and in order for people when I'm, when they're in session with me to have faith that is that they are surrounded and guided, there's a lot of information that comes through um, personal information and, and unconscious wounds. And, you know, because illnesses are emotional wounds and that's what I know. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. Um, so um, it's kind of hard talking to a box, but uh, <laughs> um, so, so this information comes through and a lot of times spirit has or all the time spirit, since they've been with us since our incarnation, they have all the information. They've been through everything with us. They've, they've felt, seen every emotion, every trauma, every, every experience, good and bad that we've ever had. And um, so they bring that into session for people and the, the information is profound and undeniable because it's so personal. And so that brings people into the faith. And then when they have faith that there are things to heal, which we all, we are here to heal, right? And I'm, I'm like, I'd like to go into that in a minute. Um, as we're in the body, we took a body and, to heal wounds and to live a life purpose. And we signed up for all of it. So that's a really empowering place to be because then it gives us power mm-hmm. instead of, right? Um, it gives us all the power. And then once we, we move into healing and we begin healing and, and feel the effects of that, right? And things leaving our, both our physical and our energy bodies, when we, when we feel the, the density and the heaviness leaving, our life changes, right? And when our life changes and we start, feeling joy and empowered and peace and we understand how held we are by spirit and that we are never alone you know which is a great thing right now to know because so many people are stuck at home feeling very very alone very scared and it's it's, so this is my message that I want to help people understand the truth is is that we are not alone ever even if we're physically by ourselves we are never alone and I know this truth because of my own history getting here. Yeah. And um, maybe I need to put gallery view. Ah, there you are. Oh, yay. <laughs> the solution is there. It was my fault. See, you were never that. alone. I was always there. <laughs> but you know what you Good, say? You said two things that I really um, think are important. And it's faith right? You have to have faith. And I know you were saying you have to, they have to have faith in you as the, the guide for this and the, the conduit, but it really isn't a bigger faith, right? You see people who survive the almost unsurvivable. It's because they have this faith inside of them. Uh, the ones who don't, who don't believe they're going to get better generally won't get better, right? Because it is, you know, what you believe will be. I remember Tony Robbins telling me that when I called him about my brain tumor, he was like, he was like, honey, whatever you believe will be. 
And I was like, oh, yeah, good point. And then the other part that I think is important is taking back the power. And I think that one of the biggest things I talk about to people really generally behind the scenes, I have to figure out kind of maybe incorporating it more into the show and into YouTube videos. We talk about it here all the time, actually, but it's, you can't just lay your health in the hands of anybody, right? It is yours to investigate. It is yours to research. It is yours to find the best people, but then really look inside of you and say, what feels the best for me? What approach makes most sense? Do I connect with um, and take that power back? And when you do, you have, uh, you will have probably better results than if you lay your faith in, let's say the first doctor you see, which is what I've seen coaching families and people behind the scenes for the last two and a half years they lay their trust in the first doctor they see because they are terrified. And they just say, I trust you. I trust you. Help me. And that doctor, and I've had doctors sit on this couch, the top doctors in the world, and they say, we have 15 minutes with a patient. That's with paperwork. So they're looking at your stuff really quickly, and they're applying standardized care to you. You might be lucky and have something a little bit better than that, Um, but they don't have the time to necessarily look at it in a holistic way and really, um, really look at you individually and make sure that the program that they're laying out is going to be best for you specifically. Um, and that's something that I I'm trying to educate. With summer upon us, friends, hair is going to be even more important. Yes, we've got humidity, we've got sun, we've got all kinds of things. And sometimes it's hard to find the right shampoo for your hair. Everyone's hair is so different and there's no one size fits all solution. That's why I love Way. They have different shampoos depending on your hair type. Want volume? Fine hair and conditioner will give you that extra oomph you need. If you need some moisture and a little extra bounce, find your happy medium with medium shampoo and conditioner. And for my peeps with thick hair like me, give your hair the hydration it deserves with thick hair shampoo and conditioner. Plus, you guys already know Way carries some of my favorite hair care products I use all the time, whether it's the leave-in conditioner, which is my go-to, or the hair oil. They give my hair this hydrating refresh all summer long. Wash your way to healthier hair. <laughs> See what I did there? With shampoos and conditioners made just for you. Go to the way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Use the code Squad for 15% off your entire purchase. That's theway.com, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Use the code Squad. Your hair deserves it. Educate people on... And, and it's hard because, you know, we look at doctors and we're like, oh my God, they're all knowing. And they're, they really are the closest thing to God. And they are, but you also have to know where the flaws are in the system. And one of those is diet. They don't get nutrition education. They get a, you know, 10 or 12 hours. I think it is again, Dr. Funk who sat on my couch said, she goes, I had no idea how to guide my clients and my patients. And now after researching heavily and writing a book, she's in a whole other position now and knows what she can recommend. But you can't just look at one way to attack a life-threatening issue. And bringing in healers, bringing in nutrition and supplements and different modalities is really, to me, in my humble opinion, having gone through major health journeys in my own home, 
that is where I attribute our success with my mom, where the median life expectancy is like five to 12 months. And now it's going to be four years in August um, for her brain tumor. It's, it's really looking at it full picture and not being afraid to try things that you can't necessarily see or measure scientifically, right? right? Like even if working with you, even if you can't bring yourself to understand the results because you can't measure them, can you at least look at it as a placebo effect perhaps? <laughs> like, like, well, right? The, right. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I get that a lot, but I mean, the, the results are measurable, but the one thing I wanted to, I love that you said is um, where, and I love, I work side by side with Western medicine, but the, but the thing that's lacking that I'm excited that I know is changing is that a we're light beings. We're light by bodies. We're highly intelligent, high vibrating light beings. And we don't need to, we don't need to seek to be that. We just need to seek to connect to that. And I say that because you said a minute ago, you know, tune in. If you're getting, if you get bad news or if anything for any question you have, you can tune in to your peeps, you know, your guides, God, and ask, ask what, what is it that I need specifically? Because every, there is, there is, we are unique. Like there is no other per, you know, person walking the planet right now who has, you know, the same exact wounds. It's, it's, it's being held in the body, the physical body differently because it's being held in the energy body first. It's, it's held in our, the, 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 the disease or the wound that we, whether it's trauma, emotional wounding, it comes in the energy body, etheric body first. And then it starts stagnating if we don't clear it, right? And then if we don't clear it, then it begins to, to get dense and it doesn't move at all. And then in, in, and then it duplicates into the physical body where it was sitting. And there's, there's an emotional wound attached to that. And so I, I'd like to... Um, explains what I know to be true in my work with people. Um, so this makes a little more sense, which is, and it's kind of just the simplest way to explain it is, and I'll use myself as an example, before we come in and we take a body again, and that's hard for some people to even consider, right? But it's still the truth, right? Whether we believe it or not. So my mission is to get people to understand that we're way more than this human body and that we are here with chosen wounds. So me, for instance, on the other side, before I came in, one of, you know, I'm in front of God and my guides and my peeps, I like to call them. And I, and I, I'm going to take a body again. And I, I start choosing wounds that I want to heal because when we choose, when we heal wounds, we vibrate higher, the whole world vibrates higher, and we transcend. And when we transcend, we start coming closer to that higher intelligence that we are already. So for me, like I filled my basket, right? But I'm going to use one wound as an example, for instance, which is 
I decide that I'm going to take on abandonment in this lifetime. And this is true for everybody. I mean, you know, that you choose your wounds. So there's a soul on the other side that's not yet my birth mother, right? But, but she, but this soul knows that when you come in, it is a, it is, it is a spiritual law that you're that you're healing wounds and that you're going to sign up for a life purpose. Um, and so this soul who's now called my birth mother raises her hand and says, I will be in service to you and, and I will come in and then I will abandon you basically, right? Give you up for adoption so that you can have the wound created. Your soul will have the wound created because then you heal it and you vibrate higher. So she was being in service to me ultimately, but right. So at the time I'm really grateful because I know it's a gift for me and my soul and my journey here. And then my peeps say, when you come into your human body, number one, you're not going to remember any of this and you're going to be in pain. You're going to, you know, all the things that would make sense. And then we're going to start waking you up when it's time to wake you up because we can't stay in this. Right. And because you, we know that you want to keep your word with yourself. So then of course, I come in and I'm not grateful about that experience at all. I, I see it as, as a disempowering pain, right? Which pain is also a pandemic, you know? And emotional wounds are far bigger pandemic. And so I have to go through many, many different experiences in my life to finally be brought to a place of having nothing but faith. Literally, it's an experience that I, you know, I can go into if need be, but I, I had to start at a place of faith and then healing to understand that that was a gift for me. And I'm so empowered by that mm -hmm. and every other hard, you know, I don't, it's people would call it, a, a painful life. I call it a purposeful life. I love that. I think that was the same thing. And when we've talked before, that was the mm -hmm. same thing I realized. I thought that, you know, the experience with the brain tumor for me was a gift and that was my wake up call. And, mm -hmm. um, I'm wondering, Jeff, I know you're, you're listening to all of this. And Jeff was saying to me this morning is like, you know, admittedly, like this is a little out of my kind of realm. Yeah. I want you Jeff to participate in this mm -hmm. because I am like so into this, so deep, mm -hmm. such right. a believer. And I do think that I, my thought is, and I want your opinion and your questions to, to pop up. Yeah. Even if you don't believe it, mm -hmm. isn't it better to believe that yes. you chose this? Isn't it better to believe that that is the journey of your life is to deal with the pains, grow from them, get better, see them as gifts it's almost like you're putting your Wonder Woman or your like Superman cape on. It's like, all right, I'm going to have to deal with this. Here's how I'm going to choose to deal with this yeah. and, and being empowered by it. Isn't that at the very least for a cynic, which Steven's not here. He's our resident cynic. Yeah. Isn't that a better way to approach it than just to uh -huh. say, 
oh, this is nuts. I don't believe that we choose our path. I don't believe that there's anything emotional underlying in this illness or anything I need to grow from or whatever. It's just a disease. I got to take my medicine. I got to get better. Um, isn't it better to think like that? It's, it's everything. I mean, that's why I say everything starts with faith. Everything. Yeah. Like you can talk about any topic. And I, what I know for sure is that life, you know, it's changed people's lives to get them to come. I, I have all kinds of cynics that come forward. And I'm like, why would you not want to completely lean in on on your guides and God and be like, there is no better feeling mm -hmm. for me, especially with the child, you know, the life that I've had before this standing in my purpose with which there's no feeling better than, <laughs> you know, to, to know how loved I am and to know how guided I am mm -hmm. and to know, and that it's available for everybody. Yeah. It's like an invisible as a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Shield, like you have, like I feel so safe every day in a sense of I'm guided and I'm protected, right? If I'm you know, wanting something in my life or career or whatever. And I'm like, if it's meant to be, I really believe it, it's going to be. Yep. And, um, and I think that's such a better way, Jeff, I'm curious to hear what you're thinking here. Yeah. I, it's all very heartening to hear this kind of talk. I, I think where I'm at with all of this is I know the physical effects and costs of stress and anxiety. And oh I would God. think doing anything you can, even if it's in your heart, to reorient your thinking would be really good for the body. Yes. Is that something you, know, you can speak to? Yeah, that's, that's great. I mean, there's so many things to talk about, but you talk about anxiety. So when I'm doing my work with illnesses, which I, you know, I do a lot of other things, but besides just work with like chronic illnesses, cancer and these things, I know part of my gift is that I'm able to see like, I'm able to see uh, meridians in the body. I'm able to see dehydration. I'm able to see if meridians are like turned off or not, or not. And I have seen in every single person with autoimmune disease for just for starters, they have anxiety. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and so what, you know, this is another great analogy. If you think, where I want people to start moving forward and understanding is, you know, the, it, the energy starts at, the, at your head, right? And, and all of us, because we're light beings, 
It's just a fact. We need light. We need to breathe in light as much as we breathe in air. And when an electrical system that looks like this, anxiety for, for me, and it starts here. And a lot of times for women, nothing can get past their throat, right? Yeah. So, so if you're listening start- to this and you're not watching this, she's saying here, meaning the head, and then it can't oh, get past the throat. You. The throat. And, and so many women have trouble speaking their truth because there's a block here because mm-hmm. the, because everything's stacked, it's stopped right here. If mm-hmm. it can't get past here. That's why you get thyroid issues and yeah. all of it. Yeah. Because nothing below here literally gets nourishment. And people think about, we need food, we, what kind of food we need, what kind of that, you know, which yes, of course, is we're in a human body, but we need, we need calm. We need light. We need all of our electrical system lit up. And this really spirit gave me this very cool analogy uh, a while ago, which is if, if you went to buy, if you were going to go buy a house and you walk in with the realtor and, and then, and she flicks on he or she flicks on, I'm an ex uh, real estate agent. You can tell, hmm. um, flicks on the lights and, and one of the, the big lights like flickering, right? You'd say, oh, there must be an electrical problem somewhere. I don't know where do you know? Let's call it, let's call an electrician who's a specialist, right? And figure out why is the light flickering? Because we can, it's a, we can see it physically. The problem is not any, everyone can see what's happening in each other's energy bodies, which happens to be one of my gifts. And, but you just have to trust that, that you have to keep it balanced. You have to keep it moving You get in, in breathing, which, you know, I'm going to show a couple different things in, in self-care, self-love, you know, and, uh, pulling in the light, working with different healers, acupuncture, like there's, everybody's different, like we said, but you have to trust that like, if you have anxiety, your lights are flickering hmm, and yeah. you're, you're creating density in your body and you're starving all your cells, organs, tissues, physically and energetically in the energy, it's density in the, in the physical body. And, and it's, and, and autoimmune and anxiety actually dehydrates the inside of our body. Can I ask though, Bobby, I don't want to interrupt, but like when you talk about breathing in light, that's so interesting to me, but I don't understand it. Like, is that a physical thing? Is that a spiritual thing? If it's so essential, you know, how are we doing that? Yeah, it's, it's interesting because people would think, you know, maybe it's California woo woo, but it's just the truth. It's both. It's like, I mean, you don't have to think of yourself as spiritual to just understand who you are. Like you're a a light being and you need light and you need to roll deep with your peeps wherever you go and be dependent and like you can't monetize the light right it's like it's for me it's it comes from god like you can you so so are you channeling it or you like to me when it's like you need to breathe in the light it's like okay i'm gonna go outside and meditate in the sun and like Suck in all that good vitamin D. So how do you breathe in the light specifically? Well, there's this 
there's this beautiful balancing uh, masculine feminine um, that spirit taught me, gosh, four years ago that, that I'll, I'll go through. Um, you can literally, it's every, the light is everywhere. You don't have to, you could be in a dark closet if you, you know, you could be anywhere and you can just stop and you can mindfully see if you connect. That's the other thing is like connect for a second with mm-hmm. spirit or God be like, Hey God, I need some light. I mean, I am, this is real. Like I I've experienced it myself and, and other people have now experienced it. Believe it, pull it in. Literally it's all over. Mm-hmm. I do it at night when I pray. Um, yeah. I started seeing it as I would pray. I would see like a white light coming down through me. And then yeah, I would like actually see the cross. It was so weird that Holy Week during the resurrection, I couldn't get any light. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It was like all dark. And I'm like, oh, yeah. well, he was in the tomb. That's I know. To it. it was yeah. so wild. I'm like, yeah. I was freaked out. But um, then I realized, oh, it's Holy Week. Maybe that's yeah. why. But I that's how I channel light like I in my prayers. Um, and I think that 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 it gives you such a peaceful feeling. Yeah. Bobby, would you say, sorry to ask all these questions. No, I want you to. I want you to because you're going to ask the questions that a newbie is going to benefit from. Totally. I'm I'm actually responding to what you're saying. And like when I intentionally try to find gratitude and Mm -hmm. I I look at the bright side of situations and I do feel a sense of peace in my body, would you say that's me like breathing in light and actually feeling a physical response to, you know, intentionally seeking gratitude in my life versus the negative? I mean, that's, that's great. That's awesome. You can do both though. I mean, number one, gratitude changes the game, like for everybody. And if you can feel, and and I, and I always say when people say, Oh, I'm grateful for this or, and these things. And I say, do your eyes well, when you Mm. think about gratitude for, for whatever that is, because, you know, gratitude will fill your cells when it's real mm-hmm. right then i always kind of tease one of my who's now a friend was a client who she she was wearing a gratitude bracelet and she was so frustrated because she's like i'm wearing this gratitude bracelet every day i say bop, 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 you know everything that's on the bracelet and i said to her does do any of those things make your eyes well because otherwise they're just a word mm-hmm. you know like faith is just a word unless you have it yeah I wonder, and, can you explain etheric for people? Sure. Uh, what's It's very funny because I didn't even know what it meant <laughs> until I asked when I started working with people with medical um, issues, which was never the plan, but then that's who uh, Spirit started sending to me. And I started working in a whole different way. I said, what a, I, I asked because that's, what I, it's just reality for me. I asked spirit, like, what are we calling this? Cause this isn't my, this is their work and I'm a vehicle for it. So I asked them, what are we calling this? And they said, etheric medicine, this is no joke. And I, and I went and got the website and then I Googled what it meant. And so now I understand not from what I read, but from spirit, because I'm spirit taught that it is our it is our energy body, which is, it's all, it's like our human, our physical body is a hologram 
of our energy body. And there is a lot of scientific proof about that. Mm -hmm. You know, like you'll see where they can, you cut a leaf off and you, you'll still see the whole outline of mm -hmm. the etheric body. Yeah. If you guys are interested in that, I am still making my way through a book called Hands of Light. Yeah. And it talks a lot about like physics, quantum physics and the, yeah. you know, how the leaf presents its hologram first and then it grows into it. Like, can you right. imagine, Jeff, I never thought of that before. A leaf before it is formed projects a hologram of it and then it grows into it. Wow. Like these are scientifically proven. So that's why you can't not believe that we have an etheric body. Body. Like it just, yeah. it is there. Yeah. And what I know, yes, beyond a doubt. And what I know is that, uh, which is something really cool because I, I, um, I, I was taught kind of, I mean, acupuncture in a way when I was working with um, another acupuncturist on a cancer client and, um, and then a, another client who, with a blood clot who I actually brought on the Montel, Montel Williams podcast, Let's Be Blunt. It's on the most recent one. And um, so I tuned in because I like to, I tune in at the top of someone's head if they're with me physically, which I can do this anywhere, right? I can, people don't need to be in front of me to do this work at all. I mean, I have story after story of that, but, and I tuned in and the acupuncturists began putting in the, the needles and I started seeing these little blue balls popping up everywhere in the energy field. And I was like, wow. And then I asked, well, what is this? You know, and, and I call this a leveling up. This is how spirit teaches me. And I asked to be, you know, explain what's happening and, and da, da, da. And so with, with each needle she put in, more of the bulbs were lighting up in this client. And then submeridians, smaller balls underneath there began lighting up. And I understand from that experience that the meridian system, what I know is that the meridian system is actually part of both the etheric and the physical. It's sort of the mm, wow. Yeah. Isn't so when you're, acu you're doing acupuncture on the physical, you're actually covering the etheric. etheric. I mean, it would make sense because I feel like I think of the body, etheric and physical, like, like skin layers, right? Yeah. We have all these different layers of our skin. It's just another set of layers. So it would make sense as you're piercing through that you would go through that too. It's so cool. Right. Yeah. It's, and, and, um, and it's actually like the communication between the etheric, which, I mean, I was taught all this. I don't even know if it's written anywhere, but it's the actual communication between the two, which is why, like, working with one of my, um, autoimmune clients will always do like sure there'll be like this line of light switches because i this is i see images like i talk in pictures basically and this is the image that spirit showed is that like oh all her light switches were off so she nothing none of her you know meridians were lit up which also means she's not getting anything you know, in through her energy body and physical body at this point, because once the density gets that strong, then it moves into the physical. That's when you know some, that's the first heads up we have is by the physical manifestation 
of discomfort or illness mm -hmm. and and then you know at that point then it's kind of a mad dash right but we would do we would just i would they would tell me where to put my fingers to light the her meridians back up it was miraculous stuff and she came to me just out of a wheelchair and she's living living life now yeah i'm glad you brought up that because i was saying at the top of um the hour how you worked with tracy's daughter who has a brain okay. tumor and I, I couldn't remember in the moment exactly what it was that you helped bring back it was her vision, vision. right okay good yeah. yeah so crazy enough yeah tracy and i met at montel williams i think you said that and um i didn't know who she was or or anything and we just kind of collided. It was one of those really cool things, you know, she was like, what do you do? And I told her, and you know, she immediately booked a session with me and, and brought Sophie to my clinic. And, um, I was at a different clinic in Long Beach. Now I have my own. And, um, I began treating Sophie. I tuned in and I do all kind, you know, so I'm getting information about why, I mean, we just recently, you know, worked on past life stuff. And I started um, sending shooting light in there. Into her tumor, her brain into tumor. Her tumor. And I, it's funny because I was sitting next to her the very, actually, yeah, so I, yeah, so it was at their house that I was sitting next to Sophie. And this was another kind of leveling up where I was like, I got really nauseous because they'll put, emotion and feeling like even pain in my body to get me to understand what's going on. It's momentary. Um, but I felt really, really nauseous. And I said to Tracy and I had, you know, I didn't know her well yet, but I was like, what is in that drink of hers? You know, how much sugar is in there? Cause I feel very nauseous. And I didn't even understand. I knew nothing about CBD or THC other than stuff Montel's told me, but I've never really understood it. And, um, and now I'm meeting Tracy who's healing her child with THC. And, um, she said, did you know that sugar is, will, um, or I told her the sugar is passing by her tumor and it's sticking to it. So I was telling it in the wrong order. And, and I said, it's just like, it's not good for her to be having sugar. It's like glomming on as it passes through. And she explained to me, yeah, sugar's really bad for, for cancer. Of course. And yeah. <clears throat> but why, why was she giving it to her? Huh? Why was she giving it to her then? Well, she just, she had some, it was like some little coconut milk treat or she gets like, you know, treat once in a while. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because you can't. I mean, with a little kid, you can't be I mean, perfect. Seven. Yeah. So hard. So, okay, I get it. Yeah, I mean, it was. She doesn't sit around and eat Kit Kat. Um, <laughs> but so then, when I started being shown how um, cancer worked, and that I, then I began kind of pulling see out of the etheric body, I can start dismantling and pulling density out. And when you pull it out of the etheric body, because it, it started in the etheric body. So to try to pull it out of the physical first, isn't 
going to always work. Yeah, you got to get the top layers. <laughs> yeah, you got to take it out of the etheric energy body first, and then it leaves the physical. Okay, I have a question. Yeah. So, if illnesses are rooted in emotional traumas, let's say, right? And if we are choosing to come into these scenarios for our greater healing and for our greater purpose, mm-hmm. why kids, when they don't have the capacity to unravel all of that and heal themselves, right? Like you're doing the healing. So where is her growth? Because, because we come in. We, we, you know, we come in just because we're a child, we come in with unhealed wounds. And so she brought, because it's funny that the analogy you think about is like having a picnic basket and then, and to go back to before you come in, choosing your wounds is like, you can't take the, the wounds that you went that were unhealed during your last incarnation and maybe the other, the, you know, who knows how many the harder the lesson or the, the illness is, that's the heads up that it's been around for many lifetimes unhealed. Mm-hmm. And so you don't get to take them out and replace them if you weren't into it last time, you know, kind of it's a way to think about it. And so for Sophie, what we now know is that she also chose it this you know it's it's chosen in this lifetime because a she's so she's incredibly strong just like a strong soul just like anyone who has chosen such hard wounds you know people ask me that all the time like well why does why does it have to be so hard why and why does people need to be in so much pain and i say because you're a badass Hmm. you know like you you piled it on it's powerful like your soul knew before you came in, knowing that you were going to be like, go boop, boop, and turn into a, a human being brain. You knew how powerful you were. Like, I know, like, wow, I had a lot of faith in myself in order to, to fill my basket with the things I filled. And, and I'm in, again, back to that is like, Think of yourself as a badass instead of, you know, a victim to things, which is said with compassion, but from a place of, and I know I'm off topic, but from the place of victim, there's no power in that. There's, you're, you're powerless when you're not taking control of what you said you would do mm-hmm. and looking at yourself as a powerful being. Yeah. But how... How do you reconcile the, this was my choice because I think at the top we were talking about your, your journey is to heal from it and grow from it. But when you're a little kid, you don't really have that capacity necessarily. And so I'm just trying to reconcile the difference between you pulling something out, right? Mm -hmm. And then her somehow having that power over it. I don't know. Well, Sophie, for one, is already, which I know a lot of kids, and I think it's important to start teaching kids younger and younger that they do have the power and that they and that they are divinely guided and that they are surrounded by not just loved ones on the other side, but like guides that were assigned to them. She, she 
she is persevering through this for a reason, Mm -hmm. right? So we just don't know yet what her life purpose is because she's a child. Good point. But we know we can say right now, I can say with certainty, it's going to be a big one. It's going to be a powerful life purpose because she's surviving this, Mm -hmm. right? It's, it's like, it's, it's the same question I asked um, is, you know, why am I here? Yeah. And when I started asking in the, in the worst, in the most pain I've ever, emotional pain I've ever been in, I started asking, why am I here? Like, there's no way that I'm just here to experience a lot of pain and then like leave. Yeah, there's a there's a higher purpose. I wonder as we're coming to the end, if you have three takeaways, Bobby, from your own expertise that people can apply to their lives. Yeah, you know, so speaking of this, um, every day, and I ask that, you know, it would be incredible if everyone else did the same, we would see a massive shift. They know this every day when I put my feet on the the ground, when I get out of bed, first of all, I pull in light and light. You have to really use your breath to pull it in. You can take your hands and pull it in. But I say, um, who can, I learned this from my friend, Linda Howe, um, who can I help and how can I help them today? And thank you for bringing me to this purpose, but for people, you know, please continue to guide me. Cause I'm talking to my people, like my peeps. And I said, please continue to guide me towards purpose. And um, because that's what I've been doing and here I am. You know, and I know that that's what spirit tells everybody in session to do is like lean in, like you have your own relationship with your guides and God, like, because you're unique, your life purpose is unique. There Mm -hmm. is no life purpose. There is no one else has my life purpose. Nobody has your life purpose. Yeah. So start asking source. I promise you, like, why not ask? I say the people who know what you signed up for right? You know, you didn't, nobody just forced a life purpose on you. It was decided, you decided it with your peeps and, and God, and Mm -hmm. it was something you were excited to do. You don't have to remember what it is. And you can just start asking, what is it? How can I be in service? Why am I here? And, and, and talking about the light the other thing is you know i'm i'm able to do healings with without being in with somebody because you can send light to the whole world all Mm -hmm. of us can and so before i go into a session it's like i pull in i say god set fill my body with light fill my hands with light and we can all do that fill our body with light with our breath and then project it out and stop talking about all the negative things and start sending light to everybody on the planet. I love it. Yeah. I do I do that in my prayers at night. And I, of course, right now I'm asking for a swift resolution to yes. 
this coronavirus. Um, Bobby, our last question we ask all our guests is, what are you doing to get better every day? Rolling with my peeps and <laughs> trusting. It's true. You know, I'm, I come up against stuff too, but it, I, I really do always go back to faith. Always. Yeah. I always go back to faith. And what you just said, one more thing about the coronavirus, we can, we, we can breathe in, breathe in light and exhale fear and, and, and hate and judgment. And we will push it out. It's just that it's, it stays around because of all like, like the fear mongering that's happening and the, and the, and the panic and the judgment and, and everything else. Like just start, just start sending light out and love and, and praying and connecting with your peeps and start, you know, healing your own stuff and worrying more about that, like getting inward and worrying about why you're here yeah. more than anything else. Why are you here? And especially in these times where we're quarantined and people can't go out to a clinic, yeah. um, is there anywhere we can um, send people to connect with you and perhaps do virtual healing sessions? Yeah. I mean, I do, I do Skype and Zoom all over the world, and I, I always have. Um, so I'm at bobbyvogel.com, B-O-B-B-I. V as in Victor, O-G-E-L.com. Okay. And Jeff, you'll make sure you put all of that in the summary to the show. I certainly will. And Bobby, you very graciously offered um, a free session with one of our listeners. Oh, cool. For our listeners who are on right now, we talked about it this morning just before the show. So I'm going to let you all know logistically how to become eligible for that. But um, just make sure you're tuning into the show tomorrow because I'll have more information on how that works. But Bobby, that's such a gracious offer. And we'll definitely make sure that we let our listeners know how. Absolutely. I love being in service. Thank you. So amazing. I had an amazing session with you um, and I'm so grateful. And I've seen the work, like I said earlier in the show that you've done. um, And I think you've only just begun. So it's really cool. Thank you. Me too. I'm on a mission. That's for sure. I love it. Well, thank you for joining us. Sorry for the little hiccups in the, uh, in the tech in the beginning. I have like a million notes I was writing down, but you know, we're we're a little overtime at this point, okay. but um, we will have you back. Okay, cool. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you, Bobby. Have a good one. Bye. All right. So, Jeff, thoughts? You know, it's really interesting. I a lot of the stuff I respond to has to do with you know reorienting the way we think about the world and our own experience to introduce gratitude and positive feelings. I'm challenged by a lot of what she has to say, but I'm also someone who um, really does my best to be open-minded. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm, I've been open on the show. I'm pretty um, firm in my own faith. I grew up in like a Protestant home. So, you know, I'm, I'm a Christian, but that doesn't mean I don't open my mind to other possibilities. And yeah. um, I think the only way to grow your own faith is to introduce other belief systems and sort of challenge them against your own. And a lot of what she had to offer some of it I responded to. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I think it it's it's less about you know this is right and this is wrong or whatever like it's you know she's channeling God, right? We believe in God. Um and um and it's quantum physics. 
Yeah, that stuff's interesting to me too. So it's like if you if you study quantum physics, which I avoided in high school physics and yeah. stuff, um, but now I'm really into quantum physics and I'm like studying it um, as often as I can. I mean, I haven't touched that book in a little bit, admittedly, but what I was reading was so fascinating um, and it makes me wish I had studied it more, but quantum physics is real mm-hmm. and that's what this is. You know, and so um, I, I challenge you all to to look into it a little deeper because it's it's like what they say that we use like a teeny percentage of our brain. Yeah. Right. That's the other part of the brain that we're not using. It's right. True, yeah. Like is is the quantum side is the larger than our eyes can see side larger yeah. than our our minds could ever expand to. Right. And I will so, say I did a deep dive this weekend. Um, on just like gravitational waves. I love like a TED talk rabbit hole. That's why I've had so much fun with our Patreon episodes that Mm -hmm. we'll talk about in a little bit. But, um, and you know, Einstein a hundred years ago predicted the presence of gravitational waves, which are like the energy that's released just by all moving bodies in the universe. There are actual physical waves that are released when that stuff happens. So when I move, these really tiny particle waves are released because of the movement and energy from gravity. And it was discovered three years ago. And where do those go? Uh, they go everywhere. Do they, they actually... move me? Your article, your particles yeah. move me, right? They stretch and expand you. That's why when she says level. we can help heal others, put light out for everyone, it's the same concept. Yeah, I buy into that. And like maybe I see it differently, but like I do buy into the fact that movement and gratitude can physically change our bodies. Mm-hmm. So even if I see it a little differently than her, I think what she offers is incredibly valuable. So cool. Yeah. Super so interesting. Cool. And what a great person. I just really like Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah I've enjoyed too. getting to know her. Yeah, she's super cool. All right. Well, that's our show, guys. Um, thank you for being with us on Monday. Monday, Monday. Um, we will be here tomorrow. Same time, some place. Who do we have on tomorrow? Tomorrow? It's a pre-tape, actually. Uh, we have Yogi Cameron, which is going to be great. Yogi so, Cameron. Incredible yes. stuff, too. And, yes, yes, um, yes. Just such a, we have amazing guests all this week. And um, I quickly mentioned our Patreon. Uh, we've really leveled up. Speaking of level up with the Patreon. Yes. I um, hope. Are people commenting in the Patreon, letting us know how it's going for them? You know, I'm going to check and check. bring that up Wednesday. Yeah. Um, but it's really cool. Maria, you guys know. is We like it. Yeah, we do. And <laughs> Maria's been, as you've been candid, on this journey to really fill your soul. And this is your chance to give our audience what's filling you up. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, I feel like it's such a privilege being able to sneak into the Patreon with the rest of the with the rest of our fans because you know I'm co-hosting, which has been so cool. But I really mm. would recommend it. It's really cool bonus content and just super valuable stuff. Yeah, I really love last week's creativity episode. Super inspiring. Really inspiring. I've actually referenced it and thought about it all weekend, to be honest. That's great. So if you haven't joined us, please join us. The link is in the summary. Um, and if you haven't already help us out by rating, commenting, subscribing, share this episode or another episode you've loved with your friends. Um, any help, uh, would be greatly appreciated. And don't forget the Tony Robbins giveaway Two amazing, um, gifts, a free unleash the power within seminar attendance ticket and a free one-on-one coaching with one of his incredible coaches. Uh, the campaign closes this Thursday. You can still write an iTunes review to qualify. Leave your Instagram handle, though, so we can get you. Um, if you've already written a review and you want to be eligible, just email us at bettertogetherwithmaria at gmail.com. In the meantime, you can follow us at Maria Menunos, at Jeff Crane Graham, at Bobby Medicine. And remember, be nice people, make good choices, and be present.
Well, that's it for today, Heal Squad. Before I let you go, I want to make sure you don't forget to take care of yourself today. I'll be making sure I'm not forgetting to get outside, do my meditations, and of course, keep myself fueled with some sweet, chili, wonderful pistachios. Wonderful pistachios, as you know, are my go-to when hunger strikes because they're one of the highest protein nuts providing all nine essential amino acids, and they're great for on-the-go snacking. So... When you're ready to elevate your snacking game, visit wonderfulpistachios.com to grab a bag 